is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to The Masters of None. Masters of None. There's another podcast out there called Masters of None. Check them out. They're very funny guys. Craft Radio. This is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to Masters of None. A comedy podcast that doesn't suck. Masters of None. We talk about and debate the best and worst of pop culture, man. Interview celebs and often make offensive jokes. This is a comedy podcast that they say doesn't suck. Okay. Masters of None. Brought to you by the Simply Syndicated Network, lubricated by Blue Point Beer, and live on morelikeradio.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Masters of None. My name is Mike. With me is Art. Hello. Jay. You. And Cousin Jay. Oh, hey, brah. Yes. The hey, gang. Brah. The gang is all here. <laughs> The gang is all it's here. It's our tonight. Winston. It is. It is our Winston. <laughs> <laughs> he you if there's black. a steady paycheck involved. <laughs> I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for finishing it. Because I forgot. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, tonight we are going to be talking about life lessons learned from Mr. Harold Ramis. Mr. Howard Ramis uh, passed away, unfortunately, early this week, and we have declared it, I believe. I mean, I, I, took the, I, I took the reins on this one, but I think we've all declared it Harold Ramis week here at Masters of None, and uh, we're going to end it up with uh, uh, some life lessons learned from Mr. Harold Ramis. But before we get into that, guys, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Blue Point Pale Ale, big bottle. Yeah, nice. All right, what are you drinking? Toasted lager. Toasted lager. Very cool, man. Great, great, great. Me and Jay here have a couple of toasted lagers as well. As well. Oh, look at you, fancy pants. Cheers, cheers. Yes. <laughs> cheers, we got beers. To Egon. To Egon. To Egon. Yep. Mm, to Egon Spengler. Dore Egon. And also, before we get into uh, talking about Harold, we usually do a segment on this show we call Digging, what we're digging. Um, and I'm actually. We haven't done it in a while. No, we haven't done it in a while. Nope. But there, there is. Uh, Man, I think we're doing it at the right time. A lot of really good TVs come back. Some cool yep. movies are out. Oscar yep. season right around. Oscar weekend this weekend actually. Um, what? So what? Jay, what are you digging lately? I'm digging a True Detective, as I think many of us are. Oh yes. On HBO, Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, killing it. I just saw the big, uh, the big one shot. Just finished watching that episode how, just now. How cool was that? That was sick, and I didn't even realize that it was one long shot until it was over. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. I think what's really cool is it's this season is only it's only eight episodes. There's only two episodes left and then after that they're just gonna go like the whole American horror story route where they just do a whole new cast the next season. Nice. What? With the same story or the story ends? The story ends. Eight? The story ends after eight episodes and then okay. they start a new one with new characters. And there's been rumors going around the internet that the second season may uh, be two two female leads. Mm, that's gonna be bad. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, basically the show. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are detectives trying to solve like a weird like culty murder. That's mm. pretty much the plot as far as I've seen so far. Uh, but it's just done like really slow and realistic, and you know they're fucked up dudes, and it's just another good slow burn HBO show, HBO yep. drama. Yep, definitely, definitely. Art, what are you digging? I'm <laughs> totally uh, 
put the script on that, but I'm digging the uh, Reebok, uh, the Reebok retros that they're releasing, man. They're pretty cool. I saw the picture that you released of uh, a pair of those. That they they do look pretty cool, actually. I must say, <clears throat> the Iversons, like because they're uh, retiring uh, his jersey. Yeah. So, yep. Bunch of cool things, like especially like All Star Weekend, man. They had a bunch of like the Sean Kemp's, the the uh, Shack attacks, and like the LSU colors. It's uh, they're they're they've they've. They're kind of following Nike's leads uh, in the sense of like bringing back the old school shoes that people love and uh, talk about. They even brought out uh, the big dog, Glenn Robinson shoes. <laughs> it's like, wait, all right, you know what? I know what you're digging. Travel points on your Holiday Inn card. Jesus. <laughs> you're digging being at all the big name of sports events on other people's dimes. <laughs> that too. That too. When I was at yeah. the All Star game, NBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you know hanging out interviewing lebron and Dwayne wade yeah <laughs> yeah that was great <laughs> jackass that was, did you guys see art, they post on facebook oh life of dad life of dads art eddie sits down with Dwayne wade and lebron james to mm-hmm. talk fatherhood on this week's podcast and i was like hey we, hey guys we have graham from england on our podcast this week <laughs> i don't know if you know him he draws stuff for us <laughs> <laughs> but Art, do you have? I'm sure you have plenty of stories. Should we save them for another time? Since we have a pack show, save them for sure, next week. Yeah. Oh, I do got to uh, thank Adidas for the free uh, pair of kicks, man. They're pretty sweet. So thanks for that. All right. Wait, you're thanking Adidas? You just plugged Reebok. Yeah, and Adidas. Adidas. Bob. Bob Adidas. Jeff fucker. Jeff Reebok. Hyphen Adidas. Mike Nike. <laughs> uh, what are you digging, Mike? What am I digging? Uh, let's see. Season two of Americans just the, the Americans just started on FX, and holy uh, shit, they're not pulling any punches. I, never I, seen it. It's the first season was fucking amazing, and this season started off with a bang. Um, was that the sequel to Felicity? Was right here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, American season two just started oh wow moment like holy shit moment within the first episode what is is pretty rare to come by and this one almost made me throw up i was like wow i feel sick right now and this show they're like they're russian spies living in america or yep. vice versa yep. yes they're that's russian kgb agents in the 80s in america is river phoenix in that Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm in right now nice. how about you cousin jay what about you cousin jay <clears throat> Lately, I've been listening to ska music again, and it's been years. And I just saw the toasters at the Stanhope House. um, Still awesome. And they were name drop. They were pretty fucking nuts, man. Like, and the dude is like the lead singer. I guess he's like the only surviving member, or not surviving, but yeah, bucket. Yeah, Yeah, that dude rules. He fucking kills it still, man. I felt like pretty tight with that dude back in the day. Oh yeah. Do they still have the black singer toaster guy? Nah, nah, they're all... No. But it's like Bucket and a bunch of kids. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> a lot better when they have the, the Jamaican guy singing with them, too. They don't, actually, I shouldn't say a bunch of kids, because they had one fucking nasty-ass organ player that was just... Oh, he was killing it. Nice. So, I saw Bucket and the Kids, like, about a week and a half ago, actually. <laughs> <laughs> At the fucking Stanhope House. Stanhope House, man, they're bringing <laughs> some people there. Yeah. Has Doug Stanhope ever played the Stanhope House? Oh, What's, should. Slick Rick was there. Slick Rick. <laughs> Slick Rick. Was that the yeah. Stanhope house? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yep. Stanhope house. That place sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I w- Tiger Man played it a couple times. It's terrible. <laughs> that makes sense. Tiger Man. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Well, that's my band. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's my brand. That's my band, brat. 
Cousin Jay skanking like it's 1998. It was great, man. It was real. I was uh, standing behind this like old school like like Jamaican ska dude. Like he had the fucking huge fucking Jamaican hat on and he was skanking oh, all over the place. It was nuts. Was it Angela Moore from Fishbone? Uh, yeah, pr- probably. <laughs> Fishbone played there actually like, only a couple months ago. Huey Lewis too. What? No. no. <laughs> I got one more. Okay, one more. Go ahead. Broad City on Comedy Central, in addition to Kroll Show and, and Workaholics. Kroll nice. show, show is finding its stride. I can't get in. I haven't gotten into Broad City yet. I watched one episode. Uh, I was unimpressed. Hysterical. No way. It's funny. Yeah, it I like the Pete Holmes show. I have not seen it. I don't. His com, his stand-up comedy is really good. I just don't like looking at him. Does <laughs> <laughs> have a weird face? You just kind of want to like smush it. <laughs> I actually really like his stand-up though. It's really funny, but he's just hard to look at. He's like a, he's like John Ritter with Down syndrome. His interviews with like uh, other comedians, man, are great. They just talk about anything. It's great. Yeah. I'm also digging the fact that I didn't watch one second of the Olympics, so I'd like a gold me- gold medal for that for not uh, watching the Olympics. I did. You're anti. I didn't watch one second of it. It was awesome. Cool. Congratulations. It was the best non-Olympics I've ever seen. He's, he's, <laughs> Jay's not actually one sincere. second. Jay's actually, he actually congratulated you sincerely. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Like I, I enjoyed some some Japanese curling. It was great. Nope, nothing. You don't watch the Jamaican bobsled team? Bobsled. Nope. Nothing. Nope. We just watched Cool Running. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, how pa- how poor is it that the the only thing I even heard about from the Olympics was that Bob Costas had pink eye? That's that's the only thing that filtered up well, to, to, know. to my that's, my radar. Well, it's the Winter Olympics, you know. It's not, you know, it's conjunctivitis made yeah. up, made up. Yeah, somebody's so. scratching their butthole. Yeah. Not many people care about the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Hoof and mouth. All right, all right. So let's get to the topic at hand. There. Oh wait, Bellers. real quick, quick yeah. plug uh, for our friend Matt Titmus from the Outerlands Brewing Company. Remember we did our his name the Stout contest a while back. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wanted to shout him out. He's got a like a they have like a Kickstarter. There's so many breweries now. They have a Kickstarter just for breweries. It's called <laughs> Crowd Brewed.com. He's trying to raise like twenty grand, open up his brewery. So go there, crowdbrewed.com. Look for Outerlands Brewing Company and uh, kick in a few bucks if you could. Nice. Good guy makes good beer. Do it. And uh, also Cask Fest, Blue Point, April 5th. Cool, bro. going, guys? Do we know yet? I will most likely be going, yes. I think it should be. Yeah, it should be going. All right. I'd like to not be there by myself this year. Just saying. Yeah, no. No, okay. I, I want to go. I want to go again. <laughs> right Especially this year. Now they're going to, the streets will be paved with gold. We'll be able yeah. to get. We'll be <laughs> what, anything new with them at all or no? There's actually, it's going to be a bigger tent. There's going to be a three ring circus in the middle. Yeah. With elephants and. Huey Lewis is going to play. Human <laughs> cannonballs. <laughs> legs instead of turkey legs. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're going to brontosaurus we're gonna be legs. Eating, we're going to be eating uh, that, that uh, Komodo dragon from the freshman. <laughs> wow. What a reference. How about that reference? That's a great Speaking reference. Speaking of references, Harold Woo! Ramis. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Segway. Nice segue. So, as we said, guys, Harold Ramis passed away earlier this week, and... Legend. No bones about it. A comedy icon. This guy, you look at his body of work... People don't realize he wrote and directed some of the greatest comedies of all time. Yep. Not only... Also, here's the thing, too. It's like, when we've done, like, lessons learned from everything, pretty much, if you just go back to the movies that we learned lessons from, from, like, the 89 or 85, guess what? He had a hand in it. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking. There's some of the greatest comedies that you've ever you you've ever seen, and and that'll ever be. I mean, it's just completely amazing. And honestly, guys, I don't know about you, but when this happened, I this this was the first time. I don't really give a shit about celebrity deaths. I never do. 
but this was the first time this kind of hit me. Like I was kind of yeah, not- you did. Oh my gosh, there was just like you know instead of like candle vigils, you were having like beer pictures. Like <laughs> I just, uh, I just wasn't the same for like a couple of days, and and I've been celebrating them all week because you just don't like when you look at this list. Yeah, you just don't realize you just don't realize how much everything anything I, we've ever quoted. I think ninety percent of it is from one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. And I think a lot of people too are just we. He's a guy that you, you take for granted, unfortunately. You know, just with everything that he's done, especially like in the writing and producing aspect or directing. I mean, obviously, when you see him on the screen, it's like, oh yeah, he's there. But all the stuff that he's done, it's he's got a hand, and you're just like, wow, he did that, he did that. And then uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but a lot of people were like, yeah, thanks for everybody who held up Ghostbusters three because you just pretty much ruined it for all of us now. Yep. <laughs> I hope that's dead and buried too. That's... They announced the other day that how uh, Dan Aykroyd like announced the other day that he's still planning on doing it. He's a whack job. He's a he? fucking uh, asshole. I'm losing he, faith in Dan Aykroyd. He needs to stop. I lost faith in Dan Aykroyd around my girl. I think that's when it started going <laughs> downhill for me. I started losing all faith in him. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just was weird seeing him in that position. You know, you'd see Doctor Ray Stance, and then he's the father of Macaulay Culkin's girlfriend. Did you see him when he was on just uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, fifth hosting of Saturday Night Live? Yes, I did. He looks like one of the creepy dudes from Nothing to Lose that he was in. Nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes, nothing yeah, but trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. He wore the fat suit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the monster like fat monster suit. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, all right, let's get into some of the the, the life lessons learned from Harold Ramis. And again, this is. All of the movies that he's written and acted in and produced and directed, he's, he's all over the place. So, Jay, we'll go with you first, buddy. All right, I'm going to start obscure. Probably people may not know he had a part in this, but one lesson I learned from my Harold Ramis films is that the devil is a hot chick. Mm. Oh, Got it. Right. Art, oh, did you have one another one from Anyone it? else have, have another one from that movie? No. I saw this in the theater. Uh, and I, I don't I know give, why. I'll give you one. I'll give you one life lesson learned. Be careful what you wish for. Mm, that's right. Yeah. It's, uh, of course, Bedazzled. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. And Which is a remake, actually. Bedazzled? What? It's <laughs> about a young guy trying to put gemstones on a jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tiffany Amber Theason story. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what the hell's the dude's name? Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser. Brendan, yes, Brendan Fraser. And Liz Hurley, who plays the devil. He sells his soul to Liz Hurley. Yep. He wrote that and also... <laughs> Uh, the original one was just dazzled. <laughs> he wrote, he wrote and directed and produced that sh- that movie. Actually, the, the second sequel is redazzled. Redazzled. <laughs> <laughs> part four was still dazzling. <laughs> part five was a little bit of a downer. It was called frazzled dazzled. Oh. Frazzled dazzled. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, boy. Boo. 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 Where's the meta laugh guy when you need him? Wow. <laughs> Wait, you don't have the soundboard at the ready? I have it ahead of the ready. <laughs> yes! Oh, I missed him. Yeah, also, right. too, um, I just got to take a quick break because I totally forgot. I want to thank Mike just for being there and working at MetLife because you made my life so easy when we left the stadium. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm hearing right. people still bitch and moan about people are still how they were on the platform and they left before me, like in the third quarter. Yeah. So every time, I don't know if your ears are ringing, but I'm always bringing your name up. I'm like, dude, my friend Mike worked there. He just brought me home. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun, man. 
People, I think, waited a total of like four hours. They're still waiting online. Yeah. Still trying to so get I just I uh, want everybody to know that you're you're awesome. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> All right, you go next with your life lesson learned from Howard Ramis. Um, I think we're you know he, Jay went with obscure. I'm gonna go with an obvious one. Um, green doesn't mean just go. It means that things are clean. Got it. I get it. I don't have it. What else do you guys have from that one? Um, never question a scientist. Mm. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I didn't even pick one from there. I, I have more from a a, diff, a different version. I, I think I have a couple more. Oh. I have a couple more from this one. You do it. Everybody has three mortgages nowadays. <laughs> I'm going obscure lines. That was my thing for this whole thing. Here's, Fantastic. Here's, here's the last one. Last one. Never get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. Jay, you got any? Like, Cousin Jay, you got anything from that one? Yes. <clears throat> it's okay to cop a feel if you live in a cello player's armchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I do. I got the wrong one. I, I have a lot from this one, then. That fucking demon grabs Sigourney Weaver's tit. I just the other night she, we were he fucking so demon funny. grabs her tit and like cops I the field. I, me- I just remember watching it the other day and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what else you got from this one? Oh, no, my, I'm wrong. I, I have from the next one. Okay, go ahead. Go, you have more? You want to uh, do both? No, not, from, yeah, not from this one. Yeah. Being miserable and treating others like dirt is every New Yorker's God given right. Love it. Nice. Love it. Uh, also, you have to sleep with your work? Yeah. <laughs> And, and two from the man himself, uh, nerdy kids, straight and slinkies. Nice. And also the atomic weight of cobalt is fifty-eight point nine. Oh yes! Wow, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> that was fantastic. And you just got a turkey, bro. Yeah. Good job. Great. I stood up. I stood up. For he that. did. I actually stood up. I was excited about that one. That was really good. Oh. I knew there'd be a million from the first one, so I thought I'd go second. That's very very cool. Yeah, we uh, we of course are talking about Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters two, uh, nineteen eighty four and nineteen eighty nine respectively. This, I, as I was saying before, why this kind of this hit me more than most is Ghostbusters itself was my fucking childhood. Yes, I was thinking I was as I was thinking about it, I'm thinking, okay, I was a Ghostbuster for Halloween. I had all the toys. I watched the fucking cartoon like a like a like a badass. I fucking uh, my the real ninth, one, my 10-year-old birthday party was taking a bunch of friends to go see Ghostbusters 2 in the theater. Nice. That was my te- that was how I spent my 10th tenth- year on this planet. Fucking I amazing. saw two in the theater. You did? Uh, I think I saw th- I think I saw the first one, I think, but I remember my buddy Mike saw it and basically acted out the entire movie like line for line because it was so <laughs> awesome. That, like I just sat and like watched him like it was like some sort of African like tribesman like telling a story to the to the group like around a fire. Me and my uncle used to, one time just literally sat on on a couch and just had a conversation with just the lines from that from that movie, <laughs> back and forth for twenty five minutes. It was great. It was great. Such a fucking good movie. If you watch it now, you really think like it's a perfect movie. The it is a one. perfect movie, but for kids, it is to, for those people to be role models for kids. I mean, yeah, they probably weren't the best role models for kids, <laughs> yeah, right. but we loved them. Um. Jay uh, found cousin Jay found a awesome article. Oh, I don't know. Um, and something that I don't, I, I honestly, <laughs> uh, I, I haven't done before, which is 
watch the DVD with the commentary. And mm-hmm. somebody wrote an article of uh, top 36 things we learned, or 36 things we learned while watching Ghostbusters with the commentary. And a couple of really, really cool little fun facts. So, Art, be ready. Ready? Here you go. Fun fact. First little fun fact. <laughs> Slimer was modeled after what Dan Aykroyd thought Jim Belushi would look like as a ghost. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I think, fun fact. I think that's fucking phenomenal. Um, and then, uh, what was there? Was, uh, there was something else, too. Something else really cool. That uh, speaking of Slimer, man, that guy had his shit. own like cult following, man. That was ridiculous. Like Ecto yeah. Cooler, oh and yeah, just, he was Ecto-Cooler. everywhere. And did you see like the <laughs> uh, they didn't have pictures of people uh, tilting back in Ecto Cooler and uh, Egon's uh, oh. memory? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. You got to send pour it. one out for Egon. You got to send yeah. it to me. That's great. Oh, I, I remember what the other thing was that I read that I thought was really cool. You were talking about how we, we you know, we said it's a perfect movie. Uh, the man himself, Harold Ramis, said that the best review that he got for Ghostbusters was when somebody described it as uh, a really long, uh, a, 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 jo- a very long joke told told well. That's what it was, something like that. Nice. So was a very, that was a, I thought that was very yeah, cool. He said that people, were, uh, Ivan Reitman was saying that people were both screaming and laughing at the same time in the theater, and they knew they had the formula correct. Like they yeah. they knew that it was right. Mm-hmm. Especially that first scene, and and fun. Uh, another fun fact about the first scene is most okay. most of the li- <laughs> most of the New York library scene. The exterior is filmed by the library, but most of the interior is filmed in L.A. Yeah, Los Angeles Public Library. Los Angeles Public Library. Geography fact. <laughs> All right, what about you with Ghostbusters? Were you big into the uh, the oh my god the cartoons yes. and the toys and everything? I. I still have upstairs in my attic. Next time you guys come over, we'll do. Uh, I have Ecto One. I have the, the actual. Uh, I guess I don't know the the play set with uh, you know all oh, of the them. So I think yeah. I have. Yeah. The Ecto One. Yeah, and I have go the, uh, the trap. Hey, yeah, and Jay, when you when uh, we were doing the radio thing, I brought in uh, the uh, backpack in the trap. Oh yeah, Plus, that's, that's right. right. When, that's when right. Mike scared you with the Harry Carey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the firehouse playset was probably one of the best playsets ever because the car could fit in the playset. Yeah. That was the only mm-hmm. one that ever had that. Yeah. I remember I got the yeah, fucking I... firehouse playset for my communion present. Oh. Remember <laughs> 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 yeah, that shit? It was basically a dollhouse for of... men. Yes. What'd you say, Jay? I'm sorry. I played the fuck out of um. I played the fuck out of the Commodore 64 Ghostbusters game on floppy disk. Wow. Now, yeah. which one Which was I that? think. Which one was that? I think it kind of had a an, an original Nintendo release too. It was it was awful. It was like driving in the Ecto One like most of the time for like minutes on end. Yeah. Then be- you'd get to like the outside of a building and you'd have to just like trap the Slimer <laughs> in between the two guys and then catch it with the trap. And you just have to do that over and over like a billion times until you got I- to Zool at the end. Yeah. Then you would have this no was- idea how to beat it and you'd have to start over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and let's end the song. We just play over and over, over and over and over. Yeah, nonstop. But I thought it was cool as shit. With the soundtrack? Oh, the drama between him and uh, Ray Parker. And Ray Parker. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it sounds like I want a new drug. Yeah, well, yeah, because that was the whole thing. They wanted Huey Lewis to do the soundtrack. He's like, nope. And they're like, all right, we're just going to speed up. I want a new drug. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Ray no, Parker but yeah, was Ghostbusters was awesome, dude. 
Yeah. yeah it, it, and the real funny. Ghostbusters, the cartoon, that was sweet. The real Ghostbusters was was fucking awesome. They had... Uh, the fake Ghostbusters cartoon. Dave, Coul- Dave Coulier did the voice of Peter Venkman. <laughs> well, that's, that was towards the end of the towards series. The end, yeah. It was and somebody then, else before that. And then that. you know who did the voice of Winston? I have no idea. Our Samuel L. Jackson. Holy shit. Hall. No. Yep. Our Samuel nice. Hall. You know they even made one of his fingers longer in the cartoon? <laughs> I like to think that Ernie Hudson thought he like he held out for too much money because he had so much going on <laughs> if, that he wouldn't do the voice. But but if you think about it, the perfect person to play Winston is Arsenio Hall. Even if they did a remake, I think Arsenio Hall should be Winston. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the ep- ep- epitome of second banana. <laughs> <laughs> I would always get confused when I watched an episode of The Real Ghostbusters next to Garfield because Lorenzo Music did both of the, the voices uh, of Garfield Peter. and yeah. uh, fucking Peter. In the beginning, so yeah. It, 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 it sounded exactly like it. It was weird. I don't know. And isn't that weird that Bill Murray then later on did the voice of Garfield? It's really, yeah, that's right. That's fucking weird. That is eerie. Wow. Kind of strange. That was... Oh, I forgot one more, but uh we'll circle back. <laughs> If, if if a baby's crying, just give him French bread pizza. That's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I always wondered why why couldn't they just like get some turpentine and erase the painting? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good. Oh, you know, <laughs> speaking of, you know what I just picked up? The portrait. That'd be great. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I did. I got a print. I got an eleven by nineteen print of oh, Vigo. Not, not Vigo, the painting of the Ghostbusters at the end me. with the baby. I, yep. <laughs> It's the best. <laughs> Is it right next to your hoverboard now? Oh, it's going to be. It's so fantastic. You're a fucking nerd. Yep, I'm going to be divorced in a couple <laughs> And of your months. wife fucks you? I don't believe that. <laughs> it's great. When I hit purchase, I just felt eyes rolling behind me. <laughs> <laughs> you could feel the eye roll across yeah. the room. Yeah. It's awesome. It was just like a brief updraft across those little hairs <laughs> in the back of your neck. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah. I felt like the subtle wind of an eyeball looking upward. You know what I just got? I just got one of those, like, uh, you ever see, like, the beer signs that are, like, outside the bar that, like, stick out? It yes. kind of, like, goes out and has, like, the big round logo that lights up. Yep. I just got a Guinness one of those, motherfucker. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. How was your job going? Pretty sweet, dude? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Living the dream. Living mm-hmm. the dream. The drunken nightmare. German the lean. Gleaming mm-hmm. the cube. <laughs> All right, uh, next life lesson. Cousin Jay, I'm going to you. Give me a life lesson. Oh, boy. Okay, um, I learned that a pastry can be easily mistaken for tuna on white bread. Hmm. (laughs) That one's kind of not fair because it's it's only something that applies to my ridiculously weird mind. Go. It's in From Groundhog Day when, when Murray is like... Like wolfing down that pastry. Yes. And it, I always thought it looked like tuna on white bread until someone pointed out to me only like maybe a year ago that it's a pastry. I thought it was tuna on white bread. All right, Jay, can we just click Jay off here because he's not allowed to play anymore? Uh, whatever, yours were weird. <laughs> yeah, your face. He, he just came up with something based on a wrong assumption he had on for him. a long time on about a very whatever. popular movie. <laughs> Guys, that was the first you had to be there life lesson we've ever had on the show. <laughs> the rest of oh. mine aren't like that. Oh, that was just something my mom always used to say when I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
here, here, let me help you. Ready? There are special phone lines for emergencies and for celebrities. I found this out. Wait, for real? Studying 19th century French poetry is a complete waste of time. <laughs> there you and go. Now you're talking. Get going early if you want to stay ahead of the weather. Uh-huh. How about this one? I learned that people are judged in Jefferson County by their ability to jack up a car and change a tire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a good one. The fastest jack in <laughs> Jefferson County. Like, there's other jackers. Oh, there's other jackers. No, there's other jackers. What about you guys? What do you got from this one? I had none because I knew there would be plenty. Oh, what? I learned that a couple of podcasters can make a really fine show. Yeah. Off that. I was yeah. waiting for that. Self plug. I, I want to I wanna re-release that again very soon, too. We didn't release so. it on Groundhog's Day this year like we always do. We didn't, so this is actually perfect that we can make up for it. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll release that again. Uh, God, that was fun. That was so many years ago now. That was a great that. show. <laughs> it was. That was like four or five, well, five Jay, years. Jay, you and I Jeez. creeped out Mike and Jay in well, that one commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the fucking dentist one. Yeah. You guys were. Yeah, I think that was an afternoon school special waiting to happen. Oh you guys, yeah. You, the best was because you guys were so close. There was only one mic, and you guys were both so close to it, <laughs> and you just would refuse to just back up. So it looked like you were gonna make out at any moment. You're just doing the lines. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> By the way, hey. if you're a new listener, you don't know what the hell we're talking about. We did yeah. a Groundhog's Day episode from uh, God four or five years ago where we. Uh, continued, yeah. We <laughs> explanation fact where we continued on the wacky morning show that he wakes up to every day. So it was a continuation of it. Starts with that and then goes through the rest of the day uh, as if the actual st- day was going on. Like if you kept listening to the radio throughout the Groundhog Day movie, that's what w- what would have been. So you can dig yep. back and uh, check that out. We'll link it up as well. And we got Stephen Tolyowski to do this. And we, yeah, we had Ned, the real Ned Ryerson on it as well. That that's when I was like, was okay, good, yeah. we can. That that when that happened, I felt like, okay, we can do anything. We can get anyone now. We can do anything we want. It's on. Speaking of speaking of that though, I just saw uh, Comic Book Men, and they had the Chulies Gum Guy on the episode. I just oh, thought of I saw that Smith too. Oh nice. my god, I felt so bad for him. Oh, fuck <laughs> no way. And the cool uh. thing was about that episode and that bowling alley, there was the same number of people in that bowling alley that came to our Kevin Smith fest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he like doing a signing or something? No, there was um, the stash was going against the guys from Clerks. So Jason Mewes, Chewy's Gum Guy, and then two other guys from the movie were there. Dante. <laughs> I love that the next step down from Jason Mewes was Chuli's Gum Guy. <laughs> no, they had Dante on the team, but they had, well, randomly, they had, Dante, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they randomly had the Chuli's Gum Guy, too. Oh, my God. Ugh, <laughs> I, just, I just started cracking up, and I'm just like, <laughs> yep, we had him. <laughs> Again, to fill in the new people. We did a Kevin Smith Fest way back in the day that nobody came to. Yeah, it was great. It was an amazing failure, much like this show. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. Yes, I assure you, we are open. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad for that Chulies guy. Yeah, we had the Chulies gum guy from Clerks Go. Oh, he got us back with watching that movie. Yeah, he did. Just stared at us all as we oh, watched Lord. it. Just like yeah. staring. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> You know what I have always wanted to do with Groundhog Day? I've always wanted to take an edit of the beginning of the movie up to the first time the first time he like stays at the, the inn and then and make edit out the entire movie up until the last day. 
when he wakes up. Yeah, so it's like one, you know, like the next day, like those other days didn't happen and see how awkward it is, like, and how quick, like, Rita falls for him and how, like, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. Rita falls for him in one day because he ignores her. Yeah, I like that. Do it, man. I want to try it. I got to do it. It's probably going to be like a 20-minute movie. Throw it on YouTubes. No. YouTubes. I All bet right. it'll be very popular. You'll be very popular. Oh, got it'll him. be as popular as um the uh, the Topher Grace cut of Star Wars. Oh. the cousin Brock cut of Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> Groundhog Day, Brownhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really like comfortable, like safe movie. Yeah, uh, it's, everything's cool. We'll He's actually it. not really that tough. He plays the piano in ice sculpts, and he. <laughs> Knows everything this woman likes. Bill Murray just is hiding a secret in the beginning, and then just turns yeah. in a notebook at the end. Turns out to be a stalker. Yeah, like he's known her for twenty years. <laughs> All right, Art, you're up, sir. Lesson learned. I learned that you can actually have sex in a little chest. Got it. I learned pace yourself. That's a good one. Pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Never hit anyone in anger unless you're sure you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know what Czechoslovakia is like, just go to Wisconsin. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> I don't no? know. The Army's secret weapon is a Winnebago. There oh, you go. That's fantastic. There you go. Going to boot camp is just like going to a health spa. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen anything? a movie in so long. You, got any, you don't got anything for this one? I couldn't think of any. Like, okay. Any funny ones. All right, we're talking about Stripes. We're talking about oh, Stripes, guys. Great movie. I've probably only seen Stripes like twice in my whole life. It's one of those movies that I just never... Really? Like, it's never on. I don't know. Oh, wow. HBO's right? been playing a lot lately. and Or Encore, one of those. HBO or Encore's been playing a lot lately. and uh, hmm. been, So many good lines from that movie. Yeah, it's been growing on me more and more. Because I think it was like... I don't know how much of it was scripted and how much of it was Bill Murray. Oh, it's so, so much ad-libbing. When he's when they're in the circle and they're talking, they're introducing each other. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual. <laughs> it's a fucking great scene, that whole thing. Yeah, and, Bill Murray is definitely his uh, his muse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, what was it? It was uh, what is it? Four four films, five films. Ramis and Murray did together. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. God, I wish it was a Luther. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And that was uh, Sean Young. Sean. Yep. Yeah, Sean Young's. John Candy was amazing in that. He... John Candy John was Larroquette. amazing. John Larroquette. Holy shit! Yeah, that's right. Judge Reinhold was in it. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold's in that. Yeah, he's one, really? of, the, he's one of the army guys. Holy shit! It was sort of like the opposite of Full Metal Jacket. Right. <laughs> it's like the comedy version of it. Yeah. I love how the two MPs were just like really hot women. Like that just did yeah. not give a fuck about their job and were not strict at all. Yeah. Like they're yeah. supposed to be strict and like like uphold the fucking law. Like they, they lost their jobs for what they did. Like they, they just let those two fucks <laughs> walk all over them. <laughs> I don't know. That that was the first time I ever seen or heard of mud wrestling. Was that mm. movie? Nice. I never knew it never knew what that was until that that fucking scene. I was like, that's a real thing? Whatever happened to mud wrestling? I don't know. That shit was huge in the 80s. Huge. It was like you couldn't go to a bar in in a movie without there being a mud wrestling (laughs) event going on. Mud wrestling scene. Hoof and mouth disease (laughs) happened. Yeah, right. (laughs) People, you really can't eat there. That's what happened to Bob Costas. (laughs) (laughs) Caught up in some Russian mud wrestling. 
that what like, we're calling it? That's some like kind cock, of sexual position? It's like it's cockfighting like over there, except it's actual shit. Russian mud wrestling. It's like a Pasadena mudslide. It's like the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cleveland steamer. Russian mud wrestling. <laughs> you ladies down for a little bit of uh, Russian mud wrestling? Ew. You're gross. Ew. <laughs> I thought you said erection mud wrestling. <laughs> You take a shit and smear it on a glad bag and do a slip and slide down the hole. Down the oh. That's mushroom red and blood red. <laughs> but at the end of the slip and slide is a bear waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Dolph Lundgren. One or the other. Yeah, either one. Or, or Zangies. <laughs> or Zangie. <laughs> <laughs> like all 8-bit looking. Like not even real like life Zangief. Like... <laughs> Flat, eight-bit <laughs> version. That's literally all of the Russian characters I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack true. Shmirnov, come on. What about Nikolai Volkov? Nikolai Volkov is waiting at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's good when Mike starts busting out into my weird laugh. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> swap. I love it. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> like, God damn it. Is are we at the level where people can just whip up an app at this point where like it's as easy as like making a Photoshop like Art used to do? Because if someone could make it a Russian yeah. mud wrestling app where it's you just have to like <laughs> throw someone down a shitty slip and slide into like a weird Russian character. Like you have to like you maybe you have to like you you guide like the elf character. Bowling back Morris in the day. And Natasha. Remember elf yeah. bowling? Remember that game? Yeah. Like, yeah. That? yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But but your job is to get past the Russian icon at the end. You have to try to slip by him while you're covered in shit. <laughs> that would be an awesome game. A little just the app. Oh, Art, okay. get on that. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, my turn. Life lesson learned. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. No, oh, classic. Mashed potatoes make for great zit impressions. Excellent. Excellent. Oh. Art, you got one? I knew you guys were going to cover this. I don't, I don't have one now. Okay. When everything's at its bleakest, my advice to you is drink heavily. Nice. Always let black guys dance with your dates. <laughs> <laughs> I had one and then I promptly erased it, and it was something along the lines of, when you're out on a date, beware the Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the Negroes took our dates. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite lines. I learned that it was not over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. No, it was not. That's Definitely it. was not. This is something that I actually do, and it's because of this movie, and I realized, oh, that's a really good idea. Whenever I'm on a buffet line, I eat while I'm on it. I eat. I just take stuff and eat it while I'm on a buffet line. I don't fucking care. I don't wait till the end. Why would you? Yeah, I know. Stupid. You're the dude that's just sticking his fork into the salad at oh, the yeah. end, just eating right out of the bowl. Just taking a roll and eating it. And eating right out. A piece of chicken or something. Yeah. So we're talking about Animal House, of course. I just watched yeah. that. I just got finished watching it. Oh, you know what? One other thing. I got one other thing that uh, as a life lesson learned from that movie. Here you go. Animal House, house, house. Nobody ever went to class. Then we saw Animal House, house, house. Animal House, house, house. Then they did the end like American graffiti. Well, you found out what happened to everyone. <laughs> what was that. the context where that was sung? Like, what was it, the point of that? When Homer went to college, and then they, would, they just played that over the credits. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was just a non sequitur. Yeah, it was a it was a quick nod to Animal to do House. Anything. It's awesome. <laughs> Animal House is and I was thinking about this as I, as I was watching it today. Animal House <gasps> literally is the blueprint, the first, very first wacky college, you know, fucking slapsticky comedy. They're the template, they're the, the Microsoft the template. template. Yes, absolutely, man. There's been so many movies that have tried to duplicate it. There's there's literally been movies that have copied scenes. I know Wet Hot American Summer did on purpose as a little homage. Well, a lot of meatballs in there, too. A lot of meatballs in Wet Hot American Summer, too. Yes, absolutely. But um, I mean, think about it. Like I was watching a scene where they're, they're getting their reprimand or whatever. I'm not going to sit here and let you badmouth America. That whole scene. I couldn't help but think of that movie Accepted with Justin Long. Where there's a scene, that's, there's a scene that's exactly like that. Every like college comedy, yeah, you know. PCU is a huge ripoff about. Absolutely, yeah. PCU too. Totally was. There was a sequel. <laughs> PC you were. <laughs> PC me. PCV. <laughs> PC two. <laughs> PCV was the fifth one. Sorry. <laughs> Roman numeral joke. <laughs> What about you guys? What I mean, Animal House is. Uh, Jay, were you, I, I wasn't. I wasn't even born when this movie came out. You were though, right? You were like what two? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. You did? Hmm. Really? Yeah, I remember it fondly. It was when I had my first beer with my dad. We snuck in a flask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. No. Yeah, what was it like? Seventy. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I did not see that in the theater. I was yeah, indeed no. two years <laughs> no. old. So, uh, I, so I got. Mo- I mean, obviously, I didn't we see all, it till so, like I was in college. I think. Yeah, we all we all got introduced <laughs> to this movie late, but it was such a huge hit, and then you know, has had had lasted even that long until we all saw it. And I feel like everyone had that college poster on their oh, fucking my walls God, yeah. in college. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I'm in college, and yep. that's John Belushi wearing a college shirt. Yep. Or so <laughs> Yep. Or the one with him with the college shirt and the American flag photoshopped in the background and him just chugging the whiskey. Yes. Absolutely. I've seen that all over the place. I think we had that one actually. Or the Russian flag in that new app that that just got created. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> flag ever. That's one of those movies that you start watching and you never get to the end of it. Like, you never see the end. Because <laughs> you're always, like, wasted when you're watching it and you yes. never get that far. Like, most people probably don't even, couldn't even tell you how it ends. It's kind of like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. It just ends with something yes. completely ridiculous that you, everyone forgets about. Yep. You know? Like, Blazing Saddles ends with a huge fight that spills into, like, the lot of the, the, the studio, studio. Like, the fighting yeah. in the cafeteria and everything. And then... Animal House just ends with the the whole parade sequence. It's just like it just goes off the rails. It's yeah. like what what happened here? <laughs> goes nowhere. And and uh, and again, wa- like watching those movie, watching that movie, and uh, another one that we haven't mentioned yet. You look at him and you go, this movie really doesn't have a plot. Like it just kind of goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goes it's really there. long too. Yeah, it does. It's fucking great though, man. <laughs> so many cool little scenes. You could definitely tell too with these earlier movies that Ramus series was like, of skits. Yes, yeah, Ramus was finding his way and trying to separate himself from the SCTV days, and it was it really was it was really was just a lot of skits that they kind of like put together made a very <laughs> low resemblance of a movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Ghostbusters was the first one that was actually a real movie that went through because it was Meatballs and then Caddyshack and then Stripes, which are all just like basically just bits, like different yeah. sketches that they kind of threw together. Yeah, Stripes Stripes could have been two movies. 
Yeah, yeah. it could have been. It's like almost full metal jacket where it's all of a sudden. Yeah, that's like, what I said. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I always fall asleep when <laughs> I watch like that a movie. Comedy full metal jacket. I, yeah, I always fall asleep when I watch that movie because I, I watch I watch up till they're like in basic training and then all of a sudden I fall asleep and I wake up towards the end when there's bombs going off. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it is full metal jacket. Jay, I think you're up, right? We're back to you. Okay, I got a couple here. Go ahead. I'm going to go with the winner of sexual awareness week is allowed to, to rape and pillage the neighboring towns until camp is over. Okay. Also, good-looking girls will always date the guys from Mohawk because they've got all the money. Wow. I had, if you're going to lose, lose with some self-respect. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter. No? Oh, the WWE? <laughs> Love that movie. All right, we're talking about meatballs, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Meatballs. It's been Come so on. long. Come on. Yeah, that, that is also another one where you can definitely tell they're they're finding their footing, but... But Murray just fucking ad-libs his ass through that thing. <laughs> yeah. I watched that so long ago when I was on like a Murray movie kick. Like I just wanted to watch as many Bill Murray movies that I had never seen. Yeah. Must have been years. Cousin Bra, fun fact. What happened? Is that the original camp comedy? Probably, right? I think 1979. so. 1979. Yeah, I think so. I, I definitely can't think of anything before that, but yeah. That's like one, two, three like genres that uh, in comedy that fucking Ramus just set the bar for. Fucking college, camp, uh, I mean, golf, which we'll get to, and army. That's pretty ridiculous to fucking set the bar for, like, all three of those, you know, situational-type comedy movies. Wait. That have just been done. You missed one. Which? Family road trip movies. Oh, yes. a ton of those. He wrote wrote that? No, he directed directed it. it? I'm sorry. He directed it. Yeah. Directed it, yes. I feel like didn't John Hughes have a hand in vacation? Didn't he John Hughes write it? John Hughes wrote it, yeah. Yeah, so dude, that's just a fucking ridiculous combo right there. Yep. Fucking John Hughes writes it, Harold Ramis directs it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no wonder it's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, it is really ridiculous. It's another perfect movie. A movie directed and written by Batman and Superman. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> We're going to make some movie gold. <laughs> Do I get points off the back end? Direct with me. <laughs> this script is just a scary series of skits. People will like it because they need to. Uh, I'm the director this movie needs. <laughs> You're the writer this movie wants. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where my coffee is. Mike's gone full art again. (laughs) You fucking guys sound like a a 1930s car horn convention. (laughs) Wow, wow. When Cousin Jay gets into it, he just goes, Auga. <laughs> Let's talk about vacation while we're while we're here, because that goddamn movie, like you said, perfect. I have a couple of life lessons from that one. Don't ask for directions in St. Louis. Yeah, nice. all black people know the Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> Never let your mother smell the beer on you. Mm-hmm. She'll take it out on you. Mm-hmm. Being in a serious car accident can give you your period. It almost never rains in Phoenix. <laughs> uh, dogs can keep up with a car for about a mile or so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, smell your sandwich first before you eat it. Yes. How's it going? 
that movie, not only just that one, but just that series, that series of movies. You know, even Vegas. I think Vegas had some had some good good moments. Chevy, oh, I love Vegas. Moments. You love, love Vegas Vacation. You would yeah, love Vegas great. Vacation. I <laughs> that's another one you do. I love Vegas Vacation like I love Caddyshack yeah. too. Yes, yes. I'm a big fan of Caddyshack too. I like Caddyshack well. too. You all three? Wow, really? You're yes. Fonz and Noon if you don't like it. Yeah, well, yeah. I've seen it enough. I know it. I know it. I've seen it. I think I'm it's, nice. I think I've seen part two I'm more nice. than part one. Are you serious? Yeah, I haven't seen you know part what, one that many you know times. What, like, I, you know yeah. what I think makes both of those movies? Randy Quaid. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We need both of those movies. Oh, Ve- oh Vegas, Vegas. Vegas Vacation and Caddyshack too. There is that he is the common denominator. <laughs> Absolutely. He he also and makes Independence Day that funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but the vacation movies are fucking great, man. All of them. Christmas. Yeah, I got the box set with all four. Do you really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Christmas you vacation can cook is still on a rock. Good. Yes. <laughs> Christmas vacation is still a staple in my my family. We watch that every Christmas Eve. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? Oh shit! This sucks. What's that, man? I have a little <laughs> I have a little Howard Ramis mix that I wanted to play underneath us. You can hear a little bit of it. I'll do that. I'll edit it in. Throw it in at the beginning more. He actually did the score too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing too. Like you hear some of these songs and you're like, oh shit. It's they're they're also iconic because they just immediately make you think of different scenes in movies and the you know feeling you get when you watch it. Yeah, I, I feel like that doesn't happen anymore like it used to. Like movies, like the old, the old Harold, Harold Mays, Ramis movies, like the there'd be lyrics, there'd be there'd be songs that really would stick out, and now they're like yeah. exactly like this song. I know exactly what this is from Stripes. I couldn't tell you any new movie like with the yeah, song that's iconic from. music. Yeah, yeah. That's because like, uh, people are too cheap God. to fucking hire orchestras anymore, or somebody like a composer. They're all busy spending all the fucking right. money on CGI. But even they even have like Where regular have all the soundtrack going, stuff. Seriously, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right though. You're absolutely right. They don't spend the money on the, the music anymore. It sucks. It sucks. But um, it's like uh, again another one. John Hughes. What about Hans Zimmer though? John Hughes was huge. <laughs> Hans Zimmer is just a lot of. Hans Zimmer just, <laughs> yeah. Hans Zimmer just goes with ten thousand marbles and throws it into a junkyard. Yeah, and that's his it's fucking all minim- minimalistic shit. <laughs> it's an old furnace. He basically, sits and farts on a keyboard on a synthesizer. Seriously, he like falls asleep. He falls asleep and hits record. Him and Philip, him and Philip Glass take two Ambien and fall asleep on the Casios. <laughs> it's like Ferris and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> His Castio. Uh, I just yeah. watched Elysium, and I was like, "They're just using the fucking uh, the the horn from what's the Leonardo DiCaprio one from Inception." Yeah, they use the same sound effect over they and over took again. Mike's the soundboard? Yeah, they took my soundboard. Yeah, they oh. use that over and over again, like to the point where I was making the sound before like they played it in the movie because I knew it was uh. about to happen. <laughs> oh, like it turned snap. into a game that just distracted me from the movie. Cause like, and then they would play it. I was like, I knew it. Knew it was coming. Nice. <laughs> you know what's uh, you know what's a big trend now nowadays in fucking movie trailers is uh, the that dropping bass. Ugh. You ever hear that when they just go <laughs> like that? <laughs> oh, because they're trying to be all dubstepy. Down. Yeah, like they're yeah. slowing down. The drop. You know exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, yeah, it like pulls you out of your seat, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Uh, Art, I blame the Beastie Boys. 
Art, you're up with another. Uh, yeah, I learned that uh, if you're going to marry someone, you should definitely know uh, how good they are at their short game. Nice. That is number two. Lifeguards are responsible for every single life around this pool. <laughs> <laughs> every single life. Wait, he had a, he had a hand in two also? Uh, uh, characters. Yes, uh, okay. he, was, he was apparently writer. It was so that means character. they just wrote him a check. Yeah, producer. they wrote him a check. Yeah. Okay. Executive producer. Oh, he was a producer? Okay. No, I just made that up. He <laughs> <laughs> was actually a key grip. That's funny. I learned the player with the largest shoe size goes first. Uh, I, I actually quote that one all the time. Anytime I play golf. <laughs> which is very rare nowadays. Suck out the poison. Um, well, let's, go, let's go back. To, let's go to the other one. If you cut a man's hamstring, he'll quit the game of golf. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, the world needs ditch diggers too yes very true and whenever you're at a country club don't tell anyone you're Jewish <laughs> <laughs> I learned sometimes if you buy a hat you get a free bowl of soup oh, but it looks good on you <laughs> <laughs> we were watching that the other night me and Nicole were fucking rolling at Rodney every time. I can't, I cannot so stop He's laughing amazing. at Rodney. He's amazing. Time. Of course, we're talking about Caddyshack, by the way. And Caddyshack, too. And Caddyshack, too. But Rodney's fucking amazing in that movie. I love the fact that, have you ever heard the story that it was the first movie he was ever in? And yeah. so he would be doing his lines and shit, and then he'd be waiting, <laughs> like, nobody would be laughing because they're still rolling film. Yeah. And then he would he would be like he's like what's going on? I, I feel like I'm doing a horrible job. I'm just bombing out there because nobody's laughing. Yeah. Like no, Rodney, everybody has to be quiet because otherwise the microphone would pick up people laughing. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he thought he was fucking. He was doing a terrible job. He's like, I'm gonna get fired. He's like, I mean, I'm not getting any laughs. <laughs> probably That's one amazing. of the, probably one of the greatest movie farts of all time when he farts at the table. Hey, who stepped on a duck? Probably one of the greatest sounds, the greatest movie part sounds ever. I'm gonna love that. Oh god, he's so good. I bet you it was something before electricity, huh? <laughs> yeah, that hell scene he just insults everybody in the whole room. You want to earn fourteen dollars the hard way? That's <laughs> oh, so great. Hey, you guys, play something I can dance to, and hey, you, the rest of you take some lessons. He fucking throws the money up, and the guy does a rim shot like right as he throws the money up. Uh, oh, the dance of the living dead. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Speaking of, I gotta read some of the ones that we uh, we posted this on our Facebook. And, oh, that's right. And then people have uh, come come with their A game as usual. Some fucking great ones. One about that actually was uh, what was the line? Uh, I've never seen uh, what was it? I've never seen guests smoke before or something like that. Dances smoke before. You reading off Twitter or? I'm going off of Facebook here. Facebook, okay. What about Instagram or Pinterest? Oh yeah, why not too? Oh, somebody on Pinterest put uh, how to look like Harold Ramis using Brillo pads for your hair and uh, thick uh, Groucho Marx glasses. All right, so some of the ones that we've already talked about. Uh, Mac Malk Fell on Facebook says, never cross the streams. Of course. Uh, let's see. And then Matt Zupka promptly replies, unless, of course, it's the dimensional doorway, in which case, cross the streams. <laughs> Melissa Barrett, uh, we should learn resilience. Did we back down when the Germans attacked Pearl Harbor? Nice. I don't know. That's a good one. 
Uh, <laughs> this is a great one. Frank Mat- Matundo. Frank Matundo Jr. He uh, <laughs> he learned son of bitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. It's fucking fantastic. Um, as one uh, one you also said, Jay. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley is a hotter devil than Peter Cook. Yeah, nice. My winter prediction is always, it's going to be cold, it's going to be gray, and it's going to last you the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) David Lopan with a great one. Never make a film with Michael Sarah, and Jack Black in the starring roles. Yes. Fucking year one. What a piece of shit. Uh, Tom... Tom Cochran wrote, uh, what I I said, going to Czechoslovakia is like going to Wisconsin. Um... (laughs) Richard Kershaw said, we never saw what happened when they took the puppy away. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostbusters 2. Alan Carroll. This man has no dick, we learned. (laughs) He has a picture of a fucking guy from Ghostbusters. Greg Greg Blanchard Gab wrote, um, God may not be omniscient. He just may have been around so long, he knows everything. That's pretty good. That's a good one. Ryan Kelly had your never hit someone unless you're sure you can get away with it. Yep, I I said that one. Oh, there's a good one from Jeff Ferry. You can never, ever have too many Michael Keatons. Yes, one of my life lessons from that movie (laughs) is uh, pizza solves everything. I want pizza. I don't think I've ever seen that movie in its entirety. Really? Yeah, it's very yeah, underrated. It's a movie that's always, that used to always be on cable, but I would never watch the whole thing. I would just see bits and pieces. Yeah. Multiplicity. Multiplicity. Michael Keaton playing himself four you're times. Saying, you're saying underrated, huh, Mike? I think so. Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely think so. It's a great movie. Michael Keaton's great in that, dude. He could have, like, he, you know, we're, we're kind of jaded because we've seen the fucking Nutty Professor movies and Eddie Murphy playing every character. But him playing four different versions of himself was actually pretty genius at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I know was, I forget who it was actually that said on uh, Facebook, but they said that the movie was shit. They, you know, people, you know, think that movie fucking sucks. I, I, I just think it's underrated. I, I'm, I think it's fucking awesome, dude. It's really funny. My friend, my friend Ken was actually uh, number four, the fourth clone. He was the fourth clone for Halloween one year. Oh, a, that's fantastic! It was a really good. Uh, Holy shit! Wow. Like yeah. the, his pants are all fucked up and shit. Yep. Really Hi, Steve. Yeah, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, come on up. We're spitting on bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, dude, Jay, you got to watch it. Just yeah. think about it. Michael Keaton yeah. playing a million different versions of Michael Keaton. Playing, I do love Michael fantastic, Keaton. Fantastic, dude. Yeah. It's like Michael Keaton channeled, channeled his inner, you know, yeah, Val just, Kilmer or, or Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Michael Keaton needs to have like a John Travolta in Pulp Fiction type comeback like yes. he's been doing some smaller like character roles here so i feel like he's priming up for it like i feel like he's gonna blow back up he was in robocop he, he was in robocop but Be- did he big role, though? was he robocop no he wasn't <laughs> 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 that was, i'll cool. build that for a dollar Beetleju- <laughs> he was that guy yeah beetlejuice 2 is coming out soon yes he's gonna <laughs> he's doing beetlejuice 2 um, oh gonna, maybe that's gonna be it dude that's it i'm going out on a limb i'm pretty pumped for that movie i kind of am too i know my wife is she's a fucking huge beetlejuice is guy. tim burton involved please say yes i would i would think I would so think so I doubt it, dude. There's no way he would do it. Is there, think? Is there crooked trees involved? Because damn it, then Tim Burton's involved. 
I would like to see Winona Ryder come back, and I would like to see Tim Burton involved, and I will buy three tickets. Winona Ryder is in that new fucking uh, Liam Neeson movie, the one where he's in the plane is the air market. Taking on, taking on a plane. Taking, taking on, a plane. on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> take, take, takes on a plane. <laughs> takes on a plane. Can <laughs> Michael Keaton confirmed Beetlejuice two takes more juicier? <laughs> Beetlejuice here. Beetlejuice The first, the first idea for a sequel Ew. was was. You uh, did not just read that. Did you just make that up? No, it was right uh, on Rolling Stone. Shut your mouth. No, Michael Keaton confirms Beetlejuice two more juicy. I hate you. You. I like Beetlejuice here. I like Beetlejuice here too. <laughs> Holy shit! It's fucking funny. Holy shit! Oh Christ! I learned that sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist is actually a really terrible drink. <laughs> it really is. And Bill Murray actually confirms it as well His in the face movie. When he drinks that, oh, it's terrible. amazing! It's great. Yeah. All right, I have uh, I have just a couple more, just kind of you know stragglers out there. Do you have you guys have anything pressing? Yeah, I got? got a couple more. Go ahead, Art. What do you got? I learned that if you try and give a nice compliment, it can sometimes backfire on you. Hmm. It's kind of obscure, but it involves the man himself in the movie. It's a more recent film. I don't know. Is it knocked up? Yes, sir. It is. Oh, I was going to say, if it grows in the ground, it's probably okay. Nice. Also a great one. Life doesn't care about your vision. You just got to roll with it. Yep. Yep. That was a great little scene with him, man. I really like that. That was a really great little scene, and... And uh, you know, after after he passed away, I read a lot of things about how that 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 character that he played was really like the closest to his actual personality. Like he just seemed he was just seemed like this kind of very cool father figure to a lot of people. Yeah, I I felt like that too. That it was very real, and like I can tell. Like I'm, I mean, I'm just guessing, but my guess is that like Seth Rogen and Apatow were just like, dude, we fucking gotta involve Harold Ramis somehow because yeah. he's the fucking greatest. Apatow, Apatow uh, his main influence. Sure, that was one of his idols, yeah. Oh, his, ma- his main influence. He's said it so many times. Yeah. He's definitely one of his okay, main good. Very cool. When was the first time you I guys saw that scene? Sorry. That scene like makes you like, oh, I gotta call my dad. Yep, exactly. Or Aww. or in my case, oh man, I wish my dad was like more like that. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Bra, put him on the couch and talk to him. Uh, you know, the first time, the first time I saw um, Fat Harold Ramis was in Groundhog Day, and I remember yes. it was really weird. That was weird. It was very strange because it was him and Bill. So the first time you get to see Fat Harold Ramis is next to Bill Murray, Peter Venkman. Yeah. So it was very strange. It was like older That's Ghostbusters. Right. That's very true. It's very strange. And he, uh, he he had a great line in. I remember when Ramis. I remember the. Uh, when Groundhog Day was on HBO, they always had those HBO behind the scenes of the movies. I still love those. Remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, that's cool. And he he uh, brought that up in a very uh, jovial manner. He said, um, he said, yeah, I was, he, you know, he joked about it. He said, yeah, I was inspired by De Niro and Raging Bull, so I decided to gain 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no Dude, spots. those HBO behind the scenes things used to like make me want to get into like the movie business. Right? Like, that is the fucking coolest shit ever. I want to do that. That was like the first time you saw any of that shit. Yeah, totally. Very, Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I had a couple... Nice. I had a couple of... <laughs> I had a couple of other ones. <laughs> That's fine. I had a couple of other ones from... I have one. 
the Facebook uh, too. Go ahead. The uh, I learned that to be a security guard, you only need to know two rules: don't fall asleep where anyone can see you, and make sure you write your name on your lunch. <sighs> Armed and dangerous. Yeah. Armed and dangerous. I learned that sometimes people just die. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Okay. I learned. Uh, uh, Get rid of a wire by just saying you have to poop. <laughs> Get rid of a wire by just saying you have to poop. Jelly, I got to, uh, you know, poop. <laughs> oh. no, it's my favorite scene. I, it's, so, it's so obscure, but it's my favorite fucking scene. When Billy Crystal goes into the bathroom and he's wearing the wire, oh, he takes yes. it off in the toilet. Oh, analyze this. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I've never seen that. Really? It's a good movie. I've yeah. seen it only or once. Or analyze that. I, I, never yeah. seen this, never seen that. <laughs> How about that? Or this? You can do with this, or you can do with that. You can do with this, and you can do I can do without this, and that. Fonson, I don't know. Dude, dude, a mobster in therapy that can never be successful. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That, I feel like there was an influx of therapy therapy movies back then, right? I mean, I don't know. There was Analyze This. There was What About Bob. There was um, uh, Anger Management. All these weird movies all in a row. I don't know. That's a good point. Just a good observation. All in a row within 20 years. Yeah, within 20 years. <laughs> the ones you just said. In my, in my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wasn't Anger Management up, like around Analyze This or no? Am I off 10 years or something? I'm going to say you're off about 10 I'm years. off 10 years probably, right? <laughs> okay, so like every 10 years then. It's coincidence. I feel like every 10 years, you guys. What about the one that Cary Grant was in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Clark Gable film. So uh, one other one from Twitter here. The pathologist uh, on Twitter says... I collect spore. Uh, I collect mold, spores, and fungus. Best way to avoid going out with someone you have absolute no interest in. Nice. Uh, oh, that one I couldn't think of before. I've never seen dead people smoke before. <laughs> oh god. Some fucking great ones though. All right, let's see. Is there anything else? Did we did we cover them all? Did we get all of them? Uh, I think I got all mine. Yeah, you got all mine. <laughs> oh, I got one more that I'll see if you guys get because I read this. One of one of our people, one of our people wrote this. This was a good one. Uh, learned that Van Halen sold a lot of records after David Lee Roth split. I don't know what that one's from. This the Ice Harvest. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. This was he was an actor, actor in this one, actor. No. Nope. Airheads. Oh, oh airheads. wow. <laughs> this is a forgotten film. He had a very small role in that. And it was actually really funny. Who'd win a wrestling match? Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Nope. Trick question, moron. Lemmy is God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway. All right. You want to wrap up? Yeah, man. Uh, Hal Ramis, God rest. Yeah. I didn't even know he was sick, man. Did anyone else? No. No. I kind of did. You did? Yeah, I didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to keep it private between him and the family. Him and the Ramis sisters. 
Oh, we didn't even touch on back. It's to actually school. no, it's the Ramai. The Ramai. Dude, back to school. We didn't even touch on. Oh well, he he produced back to school, right? Yeah. And he wrote it. And he wrote it. Uh, screenplay. Yep, back to school. Wow. Did he direct it too? I don't know. So. No, he just produced it from what I see. But it's his oh. screenplay. Holy shit, dude! Incorrect facts. Back to school. That when that hit Netflix. Oh, great. When I hit Netflix, I watched that that night. So fucking good. <laughs> I didn't see anything. You're perfect. <laughs> Call me sometime when you have no class. Wow. So it's a here's a fun fact. In the back to school original script, Rodney Dangerfield's character was supposed to be poor. Harold Ramis said no. He should be rich. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the difference between a good movie and a terrible movie. <laughs> if he's not rich in that movie, none of the things that were great would have happened. You know what? I think that's the best life lesson learned right from this episode. Harold Ramis, Harold Ramis makes Ramis, everything better. Harold Ramis is the difference between a good movie and a bad movie. Yeah. He's the sprinkles yeah. on a Sunday. Here he is. Yes, and without Harold Ramis, Ghostbusters 3 will be terrible if they go through with it. Yep. Well, so. it would have been terrible anyway, but... So here's here's how I want to end this one. We're gonna stand up. We're gonna have a toast. We're gonna have a toast here with our blue point beers. Oh. To Mr. Ramis, you're the man. Love you. Mm-mm. Oh, guys. King of comedy. Can we call him the king of comedy? The true king of comedy. He's on Mount Rushmore. We're going to the Mount Rushmore of comedy. Yeah. I'll put him up there. I'll put him up there. Comedy. Mel Brooks, Harold Ramis. Who else? Yakov Shmirnov. Yakov Shmirnov <laughs> and, and Dane Cook. And Zane Keith. <laughs> and Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> and Zangief. Oh, slip and slide. God. And Ziggy? Zangief. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go take myself a nice Russian mudslide, you guys. <laughs> All right, yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick uh, Russian mud wrestler and then take a dump and then go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kids. So uh, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Um, Make sure you go to mastersandnone.com. And uh, what else? What else? Anything else we need to plug? That's a review and a rating on iTunes. Yes, review and rating on iTunes. That'd be fun. Anything else we need to plug? Go see mm-hmm. Art's. Uh, next week, Art's going to have an interview with President Obama. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll have to go to lifeofdad.com for that. <laughs> Bro, Obama. Art will interview the president about being a dad. You won't hear it on this show, though. And we'll have, and we'll have the Chulies gum guy. All right, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. We'll see you next week. Bastards on. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Went Don't forget to leave us a review and rating on iTunes and join us on Facebook and Twitter at Masters of None. Masters of None is brought to you by Simply Syndicated, lubricated by Blue Point Beer, and streaming live on morelikeradio.com.
Dancing, 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 dancing